Hey, welcome back to the Chicago Chi Alpha podcast. We continue in our thermostat series, Fruit of the Spirit. Today's message is the fruit of patience. So I am so honored um, and excited to continue this series on the fruit of the Spirit, and it's cultivating Christ-like character. And tonight's topic is our favorite, patience, (laughs) right? So those of you who will... Hold your hands out. And we just say, Father, have your way to work in us the Christ-like character. Father, just like we heard from um, Todd about uh, William Seymour, Father God, go to those deep places that we excuse, that um, that we justify, and Lord, we lay it before your feet. Jesus, we ask that you shine your light. Lord, in our hearts, God, that you would cause transformation, and we yield to you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so let's jump in it, okay? So patience, go ahead. We're going to read the the scripture, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. You can read it out loud with me because we now know this, right? Okay, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, self, sorry, (laughs) and (laughs) self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Now doesn't that just make you want to jump up and down? Wow, we get to crucify our flesh, (laughs) woohoo! Right? (laughs) Actually, it's, it's the greatest thing ever, okay? Um, you know, when I was your age, I was in Chi Alpha, believe it or not, a long time ago before any of you guys were a sparkle in your mama's eye. <laughs> and um, I was in Chi Alpha. And I remember my small group was going over this, right? And so we made what we thought was a really wise decision. We said, okay, we're going to list this. Which ones do you struggle with most? Which ones do you struggle with the most? And, and we had a jar on the table, and we said, we're going to keep up with it. And throughout the week, whatever we do, whenever we cross one of these or don't live up to this, we're going to put a dollar in the jar. And um, we came loaded every week <laughs> to put money in the pot. <laughs> and we, we raised enough for, to take us out to a nice restaurant at the end of the semester. Now, I think it defeated the purpose. <laughs> What do you think? I'm just saying this so you don't go down that road. That's been done. (laughs) You can move on to another one, (laughs) okay? Um, But yeah, defeated the purpose. How many of you ever have, have you ever strived to, to live up to one of these things? Yeah? How many of you have absolutely done it? Oh, I'm in a great crowd. (laughs) Nobody, okay? (laughs) So the timeless truth is this. Patience is produced by walking in the Spirit, not by striving and wrestling with the one issue, right? We're going to look at what it means to walk in the Spirit. We're going to look at what patience is. We're going to look at what patience is not (laughs) and why we struggle, okay? So the first thing is, this is found in the book of Galatians, okay? Paul was writing a letter to a church in the city of Galatia. Okay, therefore, the Galatians are those from Galatia, right? And um, what's happening is Paul established that church. And 
he's now in prison in a different city, so he can't go to them. And um, other people have come in, and instead of the freedom in Christ, which is what he preached, it's, it's all about freedom in Christ, and that's not to do what you want, but freedom in Christ is to be able to choose him, right? It's not about striving, and they brought in the old Jewish law, said, he was talking actually about circumcision, people were saying, you must be circumcised to be a Christian, which is actually not what the Father says. And so he was very angry. And he's like, what, what's going on here? Why did you, you were, you were set in freedom as you pursued Christ. And now you're going to legalism? Why? Why? And so he builds this whole thing up. So Paul is writing for a point. Others had come to influence the church at Galatia. Um, and he was not having it. Okay? He said it was a perversion of the gospel. That faith alone brings righteousness. Right? And that we're to walk by the Spirit. In fact... I always think this is funny, okay? Galatians 3.1, we don't have a slide, but we're just going to read it. He says this, you foolish, Gal- you foolish and thoughtless Galatians and superficial Galatians, who has bewitched you that you would act like this? To whom right before your very eyes Jesus was publicly portrayed as crucified in the gospel and you brought freedom and now you're believing this because you think it's by your own way you're going to strive it, strive for it, right? I'm going to do this, oh, I'm going to be so patient, so I bite my tongue, right? I'm just going to just knuckle under and do this thing because that's what brings God glory, right? No. Because it may mean I'm quiet for a little bit, but it actually means I'm going to build resentment in my heart. At <laughs> some point, I'll probably explode, <laughs> right? We can't do any of this, any of it, on our own, right? Has anybody ever tried to be perfect for a day? I have too. How many of you succeeded? Even by your own probably limited definition, <laughs> right? So how do we walk in the Spirit? It's because we know we're sons and daughters of God, right? It's through sonship, and it's through faith. The list is not something we strive for or surrender to him, uh, but to surrender to him. We learn what he thinks by being in his presence, We ingest his word. Have you ever read a scripture and it just hits you so well? You're like, that was good. (laughs) I do it regularly. (laughs) It's getting his perspective and even his measurement that we can't possibly live up to. And we say, okay, Lord, I can't do it. It's yours, right? Um, It's crucifying our ego. Sounds exciting, right? Our wisdom the Bible says in 1 Corinthians that the world through its wisdom could not know him. It's not for being smart. It's not for being super wise. It's through surrender to him. It's choosing his way over our appetites and our drives and our ambitions. It's not a passive action or a laissez-faire, which means I'll just go with the flow. Okay, fine, I can't do this, so that's not crucifying our flesh, right? It's abiding. Justin talked about this last week. Talked a lot about it for the joy of the Lord comes through abiding in his presence, right? It's about yielding. Trisha talked about love, joy, peace. She talked about peace. <laughs> and uh, that it comes through yielding, right? She talked a whole lot about that. That's just the same message, right? Um, he is in the forefront and not our fears, 
not by usurping legalism, trying to do it where I, I don't really have the position, but I try it. And it's not through abdication where I give up my own responsibility, right? Because we have responsibility. We have the ability to respond to him, right? <laughs> responsibility is not the weight of carrying everything. It's the response, the ability to respond to what he does. And that's, that's why he died. We have choice, right? So what is peace? You can go on to the next slide. Sorry, patience. I knew that. <laughs> what is patience? It's long-suffering, forbearance, restraint, resignation. Well, this is the way it's going to be. Not that kind of resignation. <laughs> and tolerance. It's a calm temper with no murmuring. Well, fine. I'll just be patient with that person. Fine. I can do that. I hope they get what they get, you know. <laughs> mm. They were mean to me. I just hope they get what they get. They made the wrong decision. I just, and you know how we rehearse it? And then we how we talk about it? Yeah, Paul has some things to say about that. <laughs> a calm temper with no murmuring. Well, how do we even get there? And why would we want to? Right? We all have an idea of patience, right? And it's a grand idea. We've probably seen it in different people. But when, when I try to do it, I would always make it very small. I just have to put up with them. I just have to put up with this thing and, and like it, right? What is the saying? Um, oh, I can't think of it. Like it till it becomes real. Uh, I really destroyed that one. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Thank you. <laughs> it's like it wasn't coming. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> But we know that God is patient toward us, right? He has that character toward us. And we can usually be patient with ourselves. There's a dualistic. We can be patient toward ourselves and not other people. Because when I do it, well, I had a reason. <laughs> but they didn't, <laughs> right? Um, or we can really beat ourselves up on the inside, right? Both are lack of patience. So what is the opposite of patience? Impatience. <laughs> Where does impatience come from? And I like, I like, you know, interaction here. What makes people impatient? Okay, waiting. What else? If something goes wrong, why would something going wrong make us impatient? Expecting it go right, okay. <laughs> How about fear? Fear makes me impatient, right? Because, yes. As you expect things to go your way. But if it doesn't, then all of a sudden you think of all the what ifs, right? Oh, no, what if this? This is going to lead to this, and this is going to lead to this. And fear is there, right? What about discomfort? Pain or hunger? or stress can make us impatient, right? Perceived limits of time, resource, and energy. If they would just, if you rehearse, if they would just statements in your head, you are impatient, <laughs> right? What about jealousy and anger? 
And oh, how about this one? Insecurity. Hmm. Yep. What about this? Not knowing who the father really is. That could make me impatient, and it did for a long time, right? I didn't understand who he was or what he wanted, and therefore I based it on my own estimation or what somebody maybe have told me. But wow, if you read and I can list them for you. Psalm 103, 8. Psalm 145, 8. 86, 15, and 35. He is slow to anger and abounding in love. I always thought he was quick to anger. I thought God was impatient. Wow. That's actually not wrong. It's not what he says about himself. But he's slow to anger, abounding in love, and gracious to all. It's a different picture than I had, right? And I remember looking and going, I feel this. I feel like this is the right. This is what is expected. This estimation of who God is. And yet, here's what the word says. Which one am I going to believe? I don't like this one, but it's familiar, right? I like this one. I just don't know that I want to be that vulnerable, right? And I remember the distinct day when I said, okay, Lord, <laughs> I'm going to trust you in this. It felt really vulnerable that you are patient. Will you show me you're patient, right? Not just me getting away with stuff. That's not the deal. Show me your care, your love. Um, there's others, too. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 9, he is not slow in keeping his promises, as some estimate, but he's patient with you, not wanting anybody to perish. Wow. I'm getting a new picture of patience. <laughs> wow. So in my family, way back again, before you guys were a glimmer in your mama's eye, <laughs> um, there was a, we had record players. We didn't call them vinyls. We called them record players, okay? <laughs> and my parents bought me a record, and it was the fruit of the Spirit. And I will not sing it to you, but I could. There's one on patience, and it says, oh, I'm so tempted. <laughs> okay, I will. Have patience, have patience. Don't be in such a hurry. When you get impatient, you always start to worry. Remember Remember that God is patient too, and think of all the times when, sorry, others had to wait for you. <laughs> okay, do you know, please, I so regret that right now because I just realized we're streaming. I so regret just doing that. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> but in my family, it's a very famous song because my father likes to drive fast, and he will express himself um, frequently and loudly when other people are on the road, right? And he bought the record. So my brother and I, I had to be 10. And he was yelling something. At some point, we just were like, have patience, have patience. <laughs> and that has become our song. So when he gets, you know, verbal... <laughs> And even at Christmas time, you know, he's in the car, we're driving, and he's upset. And I'm just like, hmm, 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 and it's become the family joke, okay, <laughs> to stick that in there. <laughs> um, in my own life, I've seen impatience, as we all have, and a lot of it was based in insecurity. I did not know who the father was, and I was a Christian. In fact, I was a missionary. You know, we're all growing in this, right, in this understanding, 
And because I didn't know who he was, I couldn't possibly have patience with somebody else like that because it's expected, right? You're expected to get angry in certain situations. I'm talking about impatient, provoking situations, right? They talked about this, or they didn't do this, or it's usually an us-them type thing. <laughs> and wow, I did not, there was always a justification for it because that was my example also, right? The expectation for anything but patience was it was more expected to be impatient than to be honoring or give grace, right? And yet he worked patience in me, and I yielded my insecurities, and I found out, wow, I not only didn't really know the Father, I didn't even know he loved me because I saw nothing worthy of love, right? I just saw my, I was like, why? Why would he do that? Why would he give his life? And I was a Christian. Like, I believed him for it. I just didn't know why. Because I saw, in my own estimation, no value. Right? And, um, let's see. I grew, and so it's a time thing. It's not one moment, right? But as I cried out, Lord, show me who you are. Father, show me who you are. It developed into, wow, I can rest securely in him. I can even mess up, and I'm secure in him. Do you know that that breeds patience? Right? Does that make sense to anybody? Okay. I found out that I actually could know who I was. And I wasn't this some person that, well, he loves everybody, so it makes it worthless, right? No. <laughs> he loved me. And I'm a child of God. And there are certain responsibilities to that. But I can go in grace. And I know I'm covered. And do you know the boldness when you feel like you have God in your back? <laughs> I'm okay. I can laugh at myself. I'm not all bent up in my insecurities. Does this make sense? I think that's one of the driving forces of impatience. It's not just waiting. <laughs> it's why, right? So I'm going to read. I think my papers are out of order here. What's the next slide, please? Okay, so before it lists the fruit of the Spirit, we're going to read this, okay? This is another example of what is impatience. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its, desires, sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law, Okay? So we perceive ourselves as being very free, right? Until we're triggered. <laughs> then we're actually not free. We're just responding in a, in a response that we don't really choose to get out of it. Does that make sense? And he will come. He wants to bring freedom, right? It's for freedom you were set free, it says earlier in Galatians. Um, oh, sorry. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, uh, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. It's not a complete list, okay? Of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's interesting. When I'm impatient, 
I can justify everything, right? But when I come before him, I thought, Lord, you are patient. It means I can give care and genuine love to people who may not be making the mark in my estimation, right? Because I know that God is working in them if they're Christians to complete. He will complete the work he's begun in them. Does that make sense? It's my trust in the Lord that will make me patient toward other people, right? And patient toward myself. y'all with me? <laughs> Patience is produced by walking in the Spirit, right? Galatians, I just referred to this, 5, 13 through 21, says you are called to freedom. It says you don't just do what you want. Don't use your freedom that you actually have for you believers to cut other people down, especially in the body, okay? Um. How is patience produced and cultivated? Through the Spirit, by faith. I don't always feel it. <laughs> right? He's given me responsibility. I can have the ability to respond in a Christ-like manner because of the work he's doing in me. So it's through the Spirit, by faith. Right? I don't let my emotions control me because by faith, Lord, you are good. And you are working in this situation. Right? You are working in this. Lord, I believe you work all things out for the good of those who love them love him and are called by his name. It's a trusting, entrusting ourselves to the Lord that breeds patience. Um, let's see. Jesus entrusted himself. Just we talked about the Father. He's not slow in keeping his promises, but he doesn't want anybody to perish. He's patient with us. Jesus waited a couple of days before going after he heard his friend Lazarus died. Right? It's not because he was just like, ah, we're just going to test this and make him wait. <laughs> he patiently waited on the instruction of the Father by the Spirit. Right? Wow. He wasn't triggered. He wasn't jerked around. He wasn't rushing off to save the day, even though he could have. He waited because he's following the Lord. And there's patience in that. Do you understand? Um, I'm not going to be ruled by my emotions. I'm going to be ruled by him. Right? Patience is produced when we know who we are in the Lord. Galatians 4, 6 says, By the Spirit of his Son we cry, Abba, Father. No longer slaves, but his children, approved by the Father. We're not earning our way, but because of sonship, it's an identity. I know who I am. And I found that I can be much more bold because I know who I am. He has my back. He can correct me, but it's not devastating. Does that make sense? This is patience. Um, our identity, my identity is tied in him and what he says, not even in a performance-based, right? In fact, the Bible says later, you stand or fall by the master's word. I had to find that, not even my own estimation. <laughs> Am I successful or not? Lord, what do you say? So you see there's a yielding, there's a surrender in all of this. Um, at Jesus' baptism, the father, when Jesus went down in the water and he came back up and the dove came, and what did the father say? This is my son, and I'm well pleased in him. Do we know of any miracles he did yet? No. Was he a big national movement speaker? No. <laughs> he just got baptized. So our, our approval by the father is not based on our striving. It's not based on our performance. 
right? He loves us because he loves us. And in that, I can trust myself in him. Does that make sense? Um, what else did I say? Christ crucified. It comes through that, right? It's a yielding. Christ was crucified, and that's what we preach. It's not the big name. It's not the um, show, right? It's, Lord, you, you died for me, and you rose again, and I've given my life to you for those of you who have, and I yield in your presence. Um, what can we do, okay? We can walk by the Spirit. So God produces things in us, but we can cultivate this, right? Um, we can not carry out the desire of the flesh. So you can check yourself. <laughs> you walk up to a situation where you're fearful or impatient. It comes out as impatience. And think, Lord, why am I doing this? Well, I'm believing a lie. I believe that if this happens, this reflects on me. And you start realizing, Lord, you said you gave me value. So, Lord, I surrender this right? Um, how else do we not carry out the desire of the flesh? Sometimes we just stop. <laughs> Sometimes we get before him, always get before him. Um, in the moment, stop yourself and say, Lord, as soon as we want to wrestle with something, patience, I got to be patient, I got to be patient, you're going to wrestle with the idea. But what we want to do is yield to him and surrender to him. Patience will show up in what you want to control. This must happen, and therefore this must happen. Oh, I'm going to yield it. <laughs> God's timeline, a thousand years is like a day. You can figure that one out. <laughs> Appetites, wow, Lord. And that means food, that means sex, that means money, that means ego, all of it. We yield before the Lord. This is in me. Lord, you died, and so, Lord, I'm going to trust you. And I can entrust myself. Patience will show up in how you treat others. That's why I said love your neighbor as yourself, also in Galatians, right? If we don't love ourselves, we're not going to love our neighbor very well because it will all be about what you can do to fulfill me. It's not biting and devouring one another. It's being, every time they list patience in some other phrases or, or references in the Bible, it says be completely humble and gentle and patient, bearing with one another. Wow, do you know I can't be afraid of your mistakes, even if it might cost me? Wow, that's not controlling, right? <laughs> um, that was Ephesians 4.2, another Romans 12.12. 12. Be patient in affliction. Okay, when it's tough, be patient in affliction, bearing with one another. It will have a direct result in how you treat people. Um, Colossians 3.12-13, clothe yourselves with compassion Kindness, humility, patience, bearing with one another in love. And to remember, Lord, my flesh wants to do this. Oh, my flesh wants to do this. But its desire is against the spirit. So that's where you're looking, right? What am I actually going to do? What am I going to believe that will cause me to choose something different? Does that make sense? They are in opposition. So can we get some music? This is going to be a response time. So just like we had everybody yielding, this is an opportunity, okay? We're going to play some music, and I would encourage you to do three things. 
get in a position of surrender or yielding. And I would encourage you to move out of your seat. You don't have to stand, but move somewhere. Sometimes that helps me to, okay, I can just sit here and be comfortable. <laughs> or I can move, in my mind, it's like a prophetic act, move into the presence of the Lord where I, I yield my heart. Repent. If you've been doing any of these things, backbiting somebody, jealousy, rage, fits of anger, you know, you can read the list in Galatians, right? Ask him to forgive you. In fact, he's already forgiven you. We don't have to ask him. He's already forgiven. But what we do is yield ourselves to that, right? Lord, I repent. I've done this because I've believed a lie. And Lord, I'm going to believe in your truth. This is what you speak over me. Father, forgive me for thinking that my needs wouldn't be met in this way. Lord, you are the one who meets my needs. So Father, show me. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's message as a part of our Fruit of the Spirit series as we want to cultivate a Christ-like character and be reminded of today's message on patience, that patience is produced by walking in the Holy Spirit. Be blessed this week and walk in God's patience in your life. God bless you.